and he's got his dinosaur notepad. <laughs> <laughs> Please start the podcast Hel- so that can be in it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pastors at Home, a chat with your pastors about living for Jesus when we can't meet up in real life. One take, unfiltered, lo-fi. My name is Jeff Hunt and I'm joined today by Liana Hunt. Hello again. And Aaron May Weeks. He nearly forgot to introduce me. but I was almost I going to say is Hunt. Just, like <laughs> <laughs> just makes more sense here in the family now. Yeah, thanks guys. <laughs> That's lovely. They already have it. Oh, you know, she's not a Hunt. You already have an Esme in your family though. We do. She's not a Hunt though. Mm. No. Now, if this recording is sounding incredibly professional with <laughs> sound quality that you've never dreamed of um we have it's because Lindsay complained that it was too oh. soft oh <laughs> Lindsay. So oh, it's gone shout out to Lindsay, long time listener good friend i have uh turned my hand to the uni church sound equipment and done my best to rig it up so there are wires all talking to real microphones exploding from a suitcase <laughs> in our study <laughs> yeah simon don't look at this <laughs> I'll take a photo of this, Simon, and I'll send it to <laughs> you. All our sound people just... Yeah. It has all been aquiumed as well, because mm. this microphone's very close to my face. Yep. So today, we are talking about Easter, because we've just had Easter. Easter. Which kind of was part of the reason why a slight, there's been a slight delay in the output of Pastors mm-hmm. at Home. We just needed a lot episodes. of time to eat chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and your voice doesn't sound good after you've eaten too much chocolate. <laughs> no. Every no. time we got together, it was claggy. <laughs> And you, you know, your your shorts are tight. You can't uh, yeah. want to sit down. You can't really. talk when your shorts are tight. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> like it's that. a lifelong problem. <laughs> so we're gonna just look back at Easter and think what. How many days ago was it? It was only a f- like it was only, it was a, only a number last of week. Days. Yeah, it's not like it was. Years yes, ago. yeah, no, one week ago. Yeah. I know, but just in these Corona times, it's really hard to keep track. It seems of like a lot the longer. The past. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so we're just gonna ask, what did we learn? Anything? of interest or note, anything, any reflections on your own Easter experience, not just corona-wise, but just as a Christian, things that you learnt this year and um, appreciated about Easter in a different phase. What do you think of Liana? Oh, nuts. (laughs) 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 Well, I was looking back over... um, the things I wrote down about Easter. Just Liana's like thinking, a note taker, guys. I fully am, verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> verbatim notes. I can write very fast. Um, just thinking about the two services, something that I really appreciated, like this is just from the Good Friday and Sunday services, was the sense of kind of the, I guess what Mike was talking about, in the good in the good Sunday sermon, the Easter Sunday sermon about <laughs> the unstoppable <laughs> nature of Easter, and also the Good Friday one about kind of a contagion is kind of unstoppable. The way that Ben was talking about um, the contagious new life that Jesus brings, yeah, yeah, and I think I felt really encouraged by both of those. Just the reminder that nothing can stop the resurrection power um, that we have in Easter. Amen. That's true. Unstoppable, just by the by, <laughs> was going to be our Easter s- out. <laughs> our Easter slogan for this year. Oh. And then it turns out we couldn't have those Easter services. So, Unstoppable became 
the unofficial theme. Well, it became no, it became a kind of. Can you have a sign outside of church that says "Unstoppable Easter"? Join us online because our services have been cancelled. Unstoppable, except our gathering has been stopped. Whoopsie. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why it's so encouraging. Unstoppable, cancelled. No, so we'll save that one. So look forward to 2021. Yeah. Unstoppable yeah. Easter. But that is exactly right. Like that yeah. is why it's encouraging. Because well, I think it was even more meaningful. Mm, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And the that is one of the things that you notice as you read through the gospel accounts that, you know, all this effort is going into stopping Jesus mm. and his movement. But this is Jesus' plan. And he, all through that kind of passion narrative, he's the one in control and he is not mm. kind of caught on the hop or kind of broken to pieces the way everyone else is kind of losing their heads. Yeah. He's the one who knows what's happening, that this is his father's will, and he goes willingly and um, determinedly to yeah. the cross. Yeah. Not as a robot. No. Like, I guess the that's the beautiful thing about that Garden of Gethsemane scene is mm. that we see Jesus, you know, as a real human, having a real human reaction to what's ahead of him. But, yeah, his determination to follow God's will and God's plan to save the world. Yeah. I am always impacted. It was a number of years ago now, actually, that I went to Kings Park early in the morning. Not this year. um, Early in the morning on Easter. And um, I read kind of John. I read through kind of the last week of Jesus' life and the, um, yeah, crucifixion and resurrection. And I was completely bowled over by the end of 14, which I want to say it's one of those passages that you go, I've, yeah, I must have read that before, but mm. I've never really deeply saw it before. But the end of John 14, uh, verse, that's a whole big section, but we'll just limit it to a few verses. So from verse 29, it says, Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he says, I've told you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe. I have... Um, I will not speak to you much longer, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold on me, but the world must learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Hmm. And that struck me, and it just continues to strike me again and again, that Jesus' love for the Father. Like, there's lots of things that you see at the cross. Hmm. And I think sometimes, possibly thinking more about myself, I think of seeing God's love for me Mm -hmm. and Jesus' love for me and Jesus' sacrifice for me. But actually, this opened my eyes to see, oh, what I'm actually seeing here as well is Jesus' love for the Father Mm. and Jesus' obedience um, comes out of his love for the Father. Mm. And that struck me again this year as well as I tried to go and see the sunrise, but it was cloudy. It was cloudy on Easter. Oh, yeah. And even just Jesus' final words in that verse, he finishes by saying come now let us leave like he's the one in charge yes. of this scene yeah yeah absolutely uh me yeah uh well i the thing that i kind of appreciated um from i think it was mike's sermon was just the the way that he um kind of drew our attention to the text and pointed out that contrast between the two commissions that are going on Mm-hmm. At the end oh of yeah. um, twenty-eight, that there's, there's the commission um, that the the chief priests kind of make to the guards mm-hmm. to say, um, no, take out this this message about Jesus that his yep. disciples stole yep. the body, and uh, while we were all asleep, 
and but then Jesus sends has his commission of his disciples to yes. go out and uh, into all nations, yeah. uh, teaching people to obey everything he's commanded. And I just thought, ah, oh, that was like a really great, like it's obviously it's there in the text that there's these two commissions mm. set side by side and one is kind of useless and deceptive mm. and one is uh, this unstoppable truth that's going out into the world and gathering people back to yeah. to the Father through the message about Jesus. Yeah, I thought Mike did a really good job of drawing out some of those aspects of the text, mm. the kind of like the contrast between, um, you know, the authority of the the leaders to try and keep Jesus' body in the tomb versus God's authority. And, um, yeah, that one at the end about the Great Commission, I really appreciated mm. that. It made me think for the first time that that title that we give it, the Great Commission, mm. like... It might be accurate. No, well, no, it, <laughs> might be, it might be slightly have distracted us from that oh, that kind of okay. piece that like what if that whole section was called the two commissions oh. or like the commission of light the commission oh. of darkness or some yeah. you know drawing on like oh, what okay. happens in the rest of do you want to do an email to the yeah. NIV translation yeah, 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 yeah. like headings <laughs> committee just to fix up a few things in the bible two commissions two mountains something yeah. like that <laughs> you know like because one is uh, in Jerusalem, one's in Galilee. Just Sounds like a Corona project, Jess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm going to send an all caps email. <laughs> also, have you heard there's something wrong on the internet? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It shows I you agree. as well, though, that political, you know, movements, it's all about the fake news right from here. Oh, exactly. Oh, you yeah, know, so true. Circulating false information is yeah. not a new yeah. to, our, to our time. Yeah. Something else um, uh, from the Good Friday passage which Ben was talking about, which I found quite, I don't know, just a good reminder is um, when he said that Jesus is not easy to take yeah, uh, right. because he brings kind of criticism of sin and a claim over our lives. And, yeah, I, I don't know, I guess that was helpful in making sense of how my heart sometimes reacts to Jesus and how people react to Jesus, I suppose. Oh, I don't know, it's just a helpful observation. Was that in Ben's second talk? I'm trying to place it. No, it was in his first talk oh, wait, no, no. about ben, Matthew ben, 27. Ben, ben Underwood. Ben Underwood. The Good Friday sermon. Morning uh, Good Friday, Ben. Oh, yeah, that was, Friday, yeah, that's yep. confusing. No, yeah. we're there. I'm, well, I'm there. Yeah, yeah we had um, a feast of talks on Easter weekend. Of Ben talks. Of ben, yeah. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> they were all great. Yeah, I know, but my brain is a bit mushy and so they all kind of swirled mm. into kind of... It's like when you get three colours of Play-Doh and you kind of yeah. start <laughs> mushing them together. <laughs> and they've got aqua brown. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Leanne has notes, so... <laughs> if I only was a note-taker like you, I didn't you, take Leanne. notes on the um, nighttime ones, though, because I was kind of multitasking. I was tidying and listening at the same time. Um. Mm. Did anyone else... I loved the live streaming, by the way. I was literally there for the live stream, and it was so hectic. <laughs> Even though you would think all we're doing is sitting there while the thing rolls. I wish we had some behind-the-scenes uh, photos, Jeff. Paint us a picture. Uh, well, it was Chris behind... Like so much equipment, just like double Did monitors, <laughs> multiple computers. Did he look like he was on like a, like one of those pilots on the aeroplane? Yeah, like all of the, yeah. the lights and the dashboard. Is Chris a little bit in his happy place there with all that equipment? <laughs> <laughs> Computer yeah. Without the stress, without the stress. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he, Chris was managing like a thousand things at yeah. once. You know, checking sound levels and like every time a bus went past, <laughs> Chris and I were just like... <gasps> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> and, you know, more lights than you can possibly imagine, just like blasting straight at Ben. Um, yeah. The lighting required to make you look somewhat normal. At night. At <laughs> night on a screen <laughs> is just incredible, just blinding. Mm. Mm. All this kind of stuff that we didn't know. No. I'm picturing Jeff standing there with his little Motorola torch, just like (laughs) adding to the light. And to turn it on, he'd do that little shake thing. Shake, shake. It's the one feature of the Motorola that everyone teases him about. People don't want to hear the Ways to Tease Jeff podcast. (laughs) Don't they? (laughs) That's on a separate channel. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes, people. Anyway, one of the things that struck me, because I did listen. And I almost didn't listen, let's be honest. I loved the live streaming, but I was so tired by mm. Good Friday night. I don't know what I'd done that day, but I nearly didn't kind of tap in. And then I thought, no, no, I'll just listen for a little bit. And then I was hooked. Mm. So I'm so pleased I like jumped on. Um, but the f- in the first talk particularly, Ben talked about, oh, look, I didn't take notes, so I can't tell you all. But the bit that struck me was talking about how the injustice of it all and actually how... Uh, God does demonstrate his love by the only just way is to take the punishment. And so he took it upon himself, you know, because it just reminded me of the picture of the Trinity called the Father, mm. the Son mm. and the Holy Spirit. Actually, they are all active. Um, and, you know, the Son going to the cross is a part of God, the whole, our whole training God taking it upon mm-hmm. um, himself. And that, that has always struck me. Um, as well. And, uh, you know, it, you read John 3.16, God so loved the world, mm. and you think, well, it shouldn't, stru- it shouldn't be surprised, but yeah. it really was. If you haven't listened to Ben's talks in the live stream, they're still up. Yeah. Th- like, big, yeah, it's all still. Yeah, it's one, it's search they're for great. it Definitely on, the, listen. on yeah. the line. It's 100% worth it. Yeah. Yeah. What about the, oh, no, I'm asking a question. Is that okay. your job? No, no. What about just the experience of Easter? Like, how did you feel about the Easter weekend? In isolation, did it feel right? Is is laughing? It was good to have some touchstones. So, like, just what's doing funny? <laughs> just doing like an Easter egg hunt, hunt with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, made it feel like. Is Easter just about chocolate for you? <laughs> <laughs> he is a hunt, so yeah, right. he was in here. Yeah, element. that was fun. Yeah, yeah, not just fun, but just like that is something that we do. Yeah, every Easter. Yeah, and. Because we didn't get to go to church and mm. that is something we do yeah. every Easter, like the physical going and the getting ready and the yelling at the kids and I yeah. mean, we still yell at <laughs> the kids. <but laughs> I was going to say, oh, we didn't miss everything. It's been recorded now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just that, that whole experience. Yeah. Lots of that was missing and so it did feel like lots of things through this time a bit discombobulating. Um, so those special, those particular touchstones um, were mm. still important, like stopping and watching Church online and, uh, yeah. Look, my Sunday was better than my Friday. Okay. Okay. So, uh, my Friday was kind of, would we say average or would we almost say a little bit rubbish? It was a little bit rubbish. Oh, no. I why? Kind of, well, because it just didn't, it turns out that uh, as a Christian, Easter is all about going to church. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah. And so, I kind of woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, it's good Friday. And I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. Like, it was really, I was so lost. And then by kind of like 10 or 30, I was like, oh, should I watch church? Or what time do you watch church on Good Friday? Like, yeah. I was, <laughs> I, I don't know, I was a bit, I was yeah. a bit lost. I wish yeah. someone had said, 
you watch it at 10 o'clock and then yeah. eat hot cross buns and then like I wish someone would give me a little like <laughs> yeah, yeah. The and dinner. then call your mum exactly and then call your mum um yeah and so I always felt a bit strange on Good yeah. Friday but you know, so then I thought, okay, I'm going to make hot cross buns because yeah. that will be exciting. Yeah. Turns out it takes about an hour and a half to make hot cross buns. Yeah. That's so uh, that turned into lunch. Um, <laughs> Good, yeah. <laughs> and then I watched church after lunch, which was a bit strange. That's weird. Um, I know. It was just, I kind of, okay. So anyway, didn't do a very good job at Good Friday. But Easter Sunday, I thought, right, I've got to tackle this with a new attitude. Yeah. So I like to start with a sunrise on Easter Sunday. Okay. And then I thought I'll drop. Um, some Easter egg sets of few, you know, friends' houses yeah. with kitties that would appreciate Ooh, them. Including us. Very much appreciated. Oh, yeah. And the bubbles, big oh, hit all weekend. Winner. Total winner. <laughs> Absolute fail though. Everyone else's house, I managed to drop them outside their house and no one knew until um. I sent them a text later. The hunts all come running out to the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Desperate for interaction outside of the household. <laughs> like, That's are you coming to watch church with us? And Ez is like, no, please back off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm trying to be secretive. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've got a special little um, gate alarm. Uh, is it just that the gate's old? It's and just it that the gate squeaks. Okay, yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, so Sunday was much better. So, I, which actually has taught me a good lesson mm. you know, of actually sometimes a little bit of planning mm-hmm. helps. Plan to have a good day. Yeah. Plan to have a good day. Yeah. Maybe that starts like the night before of thinking, what will I do? Mm. I don't know if that works for everyone. No, but that's a good tip because <laughs> yeah. I think this, the same is true for just an uh, average weekend. Yeah. Just like yeah. if you're doing mm. Saturdays and Sundays. And I think if for people who go to church regularly on a Sunday, they might have had the same experience just for every week of church. Yeah. Like, so I get to choose when I go to church. Yeah, now? what do I do and now? This is really weird. And yeah. then I get to 8.30 and I still haven't done it. And like, oh. I really feel like going to church now and like getting into that phase. Can I church on Monday morning yeah. as a catch-up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh. And so, but having a plan, whatever that might be, um, and the most logical one is just like keep what your habit was beforehand, you know, tied in with going to a Zoom catch-up or something with your congregation, um, the in church ones or whatever it is. Um yeah, so that's... Yeah, it turns out for it. someone who loves a bit of flexibility, creativity, fancy mm. free, love it when plans change at last minute, also crave structure when yeah. there is absolutely none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. You love flexibility when everyone else is putting the structure in place. Yeah, yeah. 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 You give yeah. me lots of structure and I will ruin it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> centre a timetable for you and you'll be happy. <laughs> and then I'll have something to like push against. Yeah, that yeah. That so good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. We've I all like learned something about ourselves. <laughs> But yeah, Easter was Easter twenty twenty was definitely different. Mm. Mm. I yeah. I thought it felt decluttered. Yeah. So often, you know, we're squeezing it like as well as kind of church stuff. There's also like family visits. Yeah. And lots of. And you I know, think Easter it often feels like the year crashes into Easter. It's like oh you've put a yeah. huge effort into starting up the year, into getting your new routines going, and you're building all this momentum. Then you get to Easter and it's like, crash, I'm so tired. Oh, it's Easter. Oh, I'm celebrating Jesus' death. Oh, this was so important and I haven't put much time into it. Like, I think it was actually quite good because, yeah, you didn't have all that clutter. and Because mm. a month before Easter, everything shut yeah. down. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So you had time to really wind into it. Yeah. So I, I felt decluttered. Mm. And I think I it gave me more space to think about the passages um, that we yeah. read for um, 
for both the services. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Well, and I guess, well, the last couple of years I've been trying to make a bit more of Easter for our family, mm. like running into it, trying to kind of build up to it in the way that we do for Christmas with Advent um, and, you know, having people over to try and make it feel like more of a kind of feasting celebration time. Because I feel like Easter often does, is kind of like... The poor cousin of Christmas. It's like, this is, <laughs> kids, this is the most important event of the year, but we don't do anything for it. Um, <laughs> except so when it comes to chocolate. Yeah, except just a bit of chocolate. So I've been trying to make more of it, but then this year, this year all of those plans kind of obviously got taken away. So instead of madly rushing about, all we really did have was church online and reading the Bible. Turns out that was actually quite encouraging and good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Can I also say that w- another part of Easter that I really missed, I really missed Passover. Oh. I really missed yeah. Thursday night. Mm. And so on Thursday night, I remember kind of going home just a little bit sad and thinking, I can't really do a Passover dinner by, by myself. <laughs> that's like, right. that's a bit lame. How much lamb can you eat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a little lamb rump steak. <laughs> Maybe I should have done a Zoom Passover. No, that would have been probably just yeah. highlighting the sadness. Yeah. But anyway, Passover 2021, look mm. out. Uh, yeah. I'll be there. It was good. I'm looking forward to gathering for Easter next year, hopefully. Lord willing. Mm. Yeah. Inshallah, that's what we need to keep saying. <laughs> God <feels laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, now, who's doing what? Uh-oh. Oh, oh, I love this. We didn't work it out. No, we didn't. I think I'm on home hack. Okay. Am I? She just made that up. She has no idea. I haven't no done idea. one for a while. Okay. Give us your home hack. Okay. My home hack. Um, this is a big one. I've been thinking about this. Are you a coffee lover? You're not, yes. No. Do you but go I don't out, hate coffee lovers either. Do you either. Um, spend a lot of money going out for coffee in normal life? I no. think coronavirus <laughs> is the perfect time to wean yourself off buying coffees from cafes and getting into making really nice coffee at home and saving hundreds of dollars. All the restaurants just went out of business. Did <laughs> you hear them? I just heard them. <laughs> chung, chung, chung. Uh, no, I just think my home hack is if you can uh, learn how to make nice coffee at home that you love drinking, then you can save hundreds of dollars a year on going out for coffee. Or you can save heaps of money and go out for what breakfast once a week. What are you going to do with the hundreds of dollars? I don't know. What would you do with $1,000 a year? I would probably give it to charity. Yeah, you can give it to charity. You could go on a holiday. You could, not at the moment, obviously, because I'd be breaking the law, but <laughs> you could save up and go on a holiday. Or you could just go out like for breakfast once a week instead of giving coffee every day. That's my home hack, I think, learning how to make nice coffee at home. I feel like I'm not meant to comment on home hacks, and I have, so I apologise. That's my home no, that's hack. Great home we hack. We can discuss the home hacks. Yeah. I think we're spending more on coffee because <laughs> normally I don't buy coffees out. It's true because now you're home. home. <laughs> yeah, because like now instead of making one each in the morning and maybe one for me, now we're having two each a day minimum. Minimum. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we're still saving heaps of money and we would only get one per day from a cafe. Anyway. One of my Corona silver linings, this isolation mm. life working at home, is the fact that I now make like proper tea in a pot oh, yeah. all the time. You need that. I do. Anyway, that's my home hack. Who's Love got a Bible it. verse? Good home hack. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, share us your Bible verse. Mine is like not, I'm not aiming for the most meaningful, deeply significant okay. Easter one. But this is <laughs> just a verse. Lower expectations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Under no, promise, everyone. Under promise. From Matthew 28, just yep. the verse that every time I read it brings a smile to my face. The... Angel has, um, angel of the Lord has just come down and rolled the stone back. And 28 verse 4 says, The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. Yeah, I love that. It's so, so good, good, isn't it? But yeah. Here, Jesus is the, the dead man who is raised. Mm. And these 
living men become Literally like dead men. Useless. They're yeah. so scared that yeah. they're like just they're as good it. as dead. Yeah. yeah. Just that tiny little yeah. um just that little turn of phrase. Yeah. Reminds you about text. how well crafted the gospels are as so writing amazing. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so encouraging. Like that is mm. the 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 difference that mm. has happened to Jesus and that he's made to the world, that life has come into the mm. world. Um, yeah, through these events. Awesome. Great to chat about Easter 2020. Yeah. Happy I'm Easter. Happy Easter. Ha- ha- happy Easter past tense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on farewell. So farewell. Mm.